This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday the 29th of June in your Squiz Today, a people smuggling tragedy in Texas. Ghislaine Maxwell is sentenced. A look at the census data and the Zero Star Hotel. This is your Squiz Today. Starting in the US this morning, where 46 people have been found dead in an abandoned truck in the town of San Antonio in Texas. 16 more have been hospitalised. That includes four children. They're suffering from heat stroke and heat exhaustion. Authorities are calling it a migrant smuggling attempt gone wrong. They are, what they say is that the victims uh, were from Mexico, Guatemala and Honduras. They're countries from Central America that have extreme poverty, uh, also a lot of violence. And what authorities say is there's a lot of desperate people who are really trying their hardest to get into the United States at the moment. It's the worst case of migrant deaths due to smuggling in the United States. And it's among the deadliest tragedies of this sort of kind in the world. Uh, It's not the first for this part of the world. Uh, Ten migrants died in 2017. They were found trapped inside a truck in a Walmart car park in San Antonio. It's also brought back memories, of course, of that really grim uh, incident in the UK where 39 dead Vietnamese migrants were found in a truck trailer uh, not far from a port in Essex in England. Uh, In that case, there were nine men convicted in the UK and 19 jailed in Belgium, which just goes to the extent of people smuggling networks. When you look at people smuggling in the US, it's a huge problem. It's a hugely political problem as well. Yeah, of course. We heard a lot from former US President Donald Trump who wanted to build the wall to stop people from coming from the South. Uh, Joe Biden promised a more compassionate approach. And what happened in the months after his inauguration were record numbers of hopeful migrants from that part of the world trying to cross that border in Mexico. Uh, Experts say that things have taken a really dangerous turn, though because there was a measure put in place during the pandemic to head off mass uncontrolled border crossings. That measure is still in place and it's seen migrants take very big risks to try and get into the US. That's known as Title 42. Biden has been trying to roll that back, but it's so far been blocked in court by Texas and other border states. San Antonio is a town that's about 250 kilometres from the border between the US and Mexico. Over to the war in Ukraine, at least 18 people have died in a missile strike on a shopping centre in the city of Kremenchuk. Western leaders, who are of course together at the G7 conference in Germany, have labelled the attack a war crime. Yeah, they say that there was absolutely no strategic value for Russia to target that shopping centre and that is why they've gone down that line to really condemn the attack in the strongest possible words. Uh, G7 leaders have wrapped up in Germany. They're making their way to a NATO summit in Madrid. That summit is going to be the largest ever gathering of NATO members and it also includes allies. Uh, Aussie Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is there too and of course the war in Ukraine is top of the agenda. 
Also on the agenda are security challenges posed by China. Stand by for plenty to come out of that summit. So far, they've announced that more troops will be put on standby, a sevenfold increase in the amount of troops on standby. They also are planning to change their language on Russia from a strategic partner to a direct threat. Ghislaine Maxwell has been sentenced to 20 years in prison for her role in recruiting and trafficking girls between 1994 and 2004 for her then-boyfriend, Jeffrey Epstein. This brings an end to a trial that's been going on for months. Yeah, prosecutors wanted 30 to 55 years in jail. Uh, What her legal team says is that she should have received well below the recommended jail term, and that seems to have happened with that 20-year sentence. Uh, Of course, Jeffrey Epstein took his own life in a Manhattan jail cell in 2019. And what her legal team said was that she shouldn't bear all the punishment for what Epstein should have been held responsible for. Until this morning, Maxwell had been claimed that she was innocent, but she addressed the court this morning apologising to the victims. Yeah, she said that meeting Epstein was the biggest regret of her life. She also said that she hopes her prison sentence will allow victims peace and finality. Scotland will make another push for independence from the UK, with First Minister Nicola Sturgeon setting out her plan for a second independence referendum. She wants that to happen in October next year, with or without permission. That is the idea. It's the UK, uh, of course, Scotland's part of the UK, but the UK government has to give permission for that to happen. What Sturgeon says is she's not entirely sure that's true. Uh, So what they're going to do is formally request a referendum on independence. Uh, The anticipation is that that will be knocked back by Boris Johnson's government. They've been saying no until now, uh, and then it will go to court. Uh, What Sturgeon wants to do is actually test that power uh, through the courts. And if that fails, she says that there will be a general election, which would become a de facto referendum. The last referendum happened back in 2014, where the no side won 55% of the vote. But Sturgeon's pro-independence party says that Brexit and the post-pandemic world has changed everything. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP. Back home and a new snapshot of Australia is starting to emerge from the data collected during the 2021 census. Some of the big takeouts, we're a much less religious nation, we're more diverse, there are just as many millennials now as there are boomers. But let's zero in on some of the other insights, Claire. The prevalence of mental health conditions is a big takeout. So it's the first time that the census has collected information about long-term health conditions. And what they found was that there were three conditions that had more than two million Australians saying that they suffered from them. Uh, 2.2 million Australians said they had a mental health condition. Uh, 2.1 million said they had arthritis and 2 million people said that they had asthma. That's really important because what the census will enable researchers to do is actually map it out. Uh, They'll be able to see if there are hotspots. That could help medicos and others put programs in place to either prevent disease or help those manage it. 
Uh, Also looking at a few other things, uh, there's almost half a million people aged between 25 and 34 who live with their parents. Uh, That's been a big increase on 2016, almost 17% more. Perhaps a side effect of COVID, perhaps trying to save for a home these days. The first tranche of data released covers key population data. There'll be plenty more to come from the census about employment in October and then early 2023 they'll release more data on some of the more complex socioeconomic issues. Now you'd say that making guests comfortable and impressing them with service is a pretty key tenant of the hospitality industry, but a pair of Swiss artists are setting up a zero-star hotel, Claire, not for the typical holidaymaker. Yeah, they've done this a few times. The latest iteration is situated on a roadside next to a petrol station in Switzerland. Uh, What they're doing is that they're charging people uh, almost $500 a night and people are invited to go and spend a rather sleepless night uh, while reflecting on the world's problems. So it really sounds like a very comfortable stay. Reflecting on problems is something that most people go on holidays to forget. (laughs) But yeah, they are invited to ponder topics like climate change, war and humanity's endless quest for perfection and the damage it causes the planet. Squiz the day, Claire, what are you taking note of today? Uh, Today we've got Climate Change and Energy Minister Chris Bowen addressing the National Press Club. Of course, we've been talking a lot about both of those Mm -hmm. things of late, uh, particularly with the electricity troubles in East and Southeast Australia. So, yeah, certainly a lot of questions for him, no doubt. For me, we've briefly mentioned it, but the world leaders are off to NATO in Madrid. That will round out the three summits we've been covering this week. But if you're keeping up with the tennis like me, there are a couple of Aussies to try today. Nick Kyrgios and Tanasi Kokonakis are playing doubles and Kokonakis also has a singles match against Djokovic. It's a big task that one but best of luck to him and all the Aussies competing. <laughs> That's all from us today. Have a good one. Happy hump day and we will be back with you tomorrow. Tomorrow.